0: This hypnotherapy session is intended for our guests only. If you feel you are susceptible to getting sleepy during this broadcast, please refrain from operating heavy machinery or driving any vehicle while listening. Thank you. Welcome to Real Souls with Peggy Bennett. I'm super excited about this show today. We're going to do something a little outside the box, which is one of my most favorite things to do. I have um, with us two very special guests, and I'm going to introduce them right away, and I'll tell you why later. But we have here Sakura Sutter and Miss Breanne Rice. Say hello, ladies.
1: Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> Thank you. It's my pleasure. So, um, they are going to be getting, um, doing some work on the side as I'm actually going to tell you a little about the show and um, how it all came to be. So, in my coaching sessions with women, a lot of times I hear there's um, just some patterns that come up with um, just past dating, whether it's their boyfriends or husbands, Um, some even stem from their childhood where they just get into um, not healthy relationships and it becomes a pattern. So many of you I'm sure can relate to this and what ends up happening is your picker is off. You end up not picking the right man or partner for you. So I wanted to start with um, talking about this topic, and this is probably going to be part one of part two of this show, because what we're doing is Sakura is actually a spiritual hypnotherapist, and her client today is Miss Brianne Rice. So what we're going to do is I'm going to tell you a little about Sakura and Brienne. And then um, while I'm talking, what's happening in the background is um, Sakura is actually putting Brianne in a trance. And what a trance is, it's, uh, I had to ask exactly what a trance was because I wasn't sure, but it is um, a lucid state, almost like right before you're falling asleep, that's what it feels like. So that's happening while I'm going to share a little more about Sakura. So she's not only a spiritual hypno, hypnotherapist, excuse me, but she's an intuitive and medical master esthetician. She has a wide variety of, um, she uses, excuse me, a wide variety of mind modalities, but focuses primarily on healing rare skin conditions and also creating space for an ideal partner. Her process is called Love from the Hip, HYP. I love that name. And she uses hypnotherapy for to free up space subconsciously so that you can move on to better and healthy relationships. So um, that's a little about her and it her business. Now, Miss Brianne Rice is her client today, and she is a holistic nutritionist and a TV and media personality. You may know her from the hot series The Bachelor on ABC or her Instagram selfie that went viral about her autoimmune disease. Brianne is a frequent guest on national television programs such as Dr. Phil and Hallmark's channel Home and Family. She currently has a television show airing with Discovery Channel internationally called Too Ugly for Love, And loves using her story to inspire other women to feel confident in their own skin. And what is so fascinating is how the universe brought us all together. Because I didn't know Sakura. And all of a sudden she appears in my life. And she said, my gosh, she introduced herself and she said she would love to um, do a uh, hypnotherapy session live on a podcast. And I said, really? And at the same time, I had Breanne booked the hour prior to the podcast. And I asked Breanne, Breanne would she be interested in being her client? And Brianne said yes. And what's fascinating is they both have the, um, they both share the autoimmune um, disorder and um it's fascinating how it all came to be so we're going to um do this live here and what's fun and fascinating is i've never done any hypnotherapy myself so it's going to be really interesting just to see what takes place and you, we just we don't know what's going to take place and but the whole goal is to um, kind of cut cords of uh, past relationships and exes so that it frees uh, the person um, so it makes them much more healthy and open to receive healthy relationships. So that's the the main goal for this. So anyway, um, we'll wait and see um, what happens here. So
2: you are in your safe And once you are in your safe and sacred space, do you notice if you are indoors or outdoors? Outdoors. And what do you notice around you? It's a garden. And what else? Mm, Flowers. Okay. And as you explore a little further, what else do you notice?
1: A hummingbird.
2: Okay. And have you been here before?
1: Definitely not. Okay. And how does it like It's like the secret garden. Am I talking in right now? It's like the secret garden. Okay.
2: And what else do you notice as you walk a little further?
1: Mm, I see a bunch of doors. Doors.
2: And are any of these doors look familiar to you? No. And are any of these doors ones that you want to open?
1: Um the the one that's right in front of me, the main one. Um, I I see that. And I want to just, it's it's an open door. It's not a closed door.
2: Okay. And would you like to go ahead and go through that door? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. And as you step in, what do you notice?
1: There's a stairwell going down. Okay. And would you like to go down the stairwell? Yeah.
2: Okay. And so when you go down the stairwell, what do you notice next?
1: I just see a stairwell right now. <laughs> okay. And have you seen the stairwell before? No. But yeah. it's, it's, it's cement. Mm-hmm. Okay. And are you alone? Yes. And how does it make you feel to be here? Um, when I was walking through the garden, it was very peaceful. Okay. Okay.
2: Well, could you find a spot in your garden to sit down? Yes. I'd like for you to sit there. And just closing your eyes and visualizing yourself sitting there and taking a big deep breath in and a deep breath out. And we'll go ahead and talk about the issue at hand today of meeting your ideal man. In what way would you say, Brianne, that dating your ideal man is a benefit
1: for you? Meeting my ideal man is a benefit for me because I want to share my life with someone and share the gifts that God's given me together and have a purpose together.
2: Anything else?
1: I feel that I've been alone for so long and I would love to have that perfect companion by my side. Mm
2: -hmm, Absolutely.
1: So in what way would be
2: dating your ideal man a detriment to your life? How would that be negative?
1: I don't think it would be negative.
2: Okay. And in what way would not finding your ideal man be a benefit for you?
1: I can't see it being a benefit because that's something that I've desired as a little girl. So I feel that that's the one piece of the puzzle That I'm missing to unlock further things with my path with my purpose that's just we have this puzzle of our lives and we get one piece at a time and I feel that that's part of the missing piece that is showing the whole puzzle
2: okay so in what way would not finding your ideal man and this may sound redundant be a detriment
1: The puzzle is going to be missing pieces. Okay.
2: Okay. So then would you say, though, there might be a hint of you that might be trying to sabotage or
1: resist finding this ideal man? I think sometimes I don't see what I should because my picker is broken. (laughs) I feel like I should have a tattoo that says that because I always choose the wrong people. Because I'm in love with their potential and not the actual person as they are i'm a positive person and so i i see the good in people but i don't want to try to fix someone. i want to love them unconditionally how they are you know that if they never changed a thing be in love with that person so i feel that i don't see that person for whatever reason i'm seeing other men that i i and i ignore those red flags and I just try to love them and see their potential instead okay. of,
2: so that they fit in the puzzle.
1: Yeah, so that, or make them fit in the puzzle. I guess mm-hmm. you know, see the potential of what it could be, rather than seeing them. So it's almost like, you know, my dad always says, "Brian, you just need a nice guy," and I'm like, "I don't, I don't see the nice guy. I see the guy that has this and that, and I, I try to fix and I." I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I just like the chaos. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right.
2: Well, we'll find out. So what I'd like you to do, since you know that you do have this resistance or you're trying to fix, I want you to begin to imagine that there's just two parts of you, the part of you that would like to find and date your ideal man and the other part that kind of gives some resistance to that. And I want you to separate these two so distinctly that you can put all of the side of you that would like to find the ideal man in one of your hands and all of the side of you that resists that in the other. And after you have done that, I want you to let me know which hand uh, contains which. So what's in your right hand?
1: The right hand is the hand that... I'm sorry, say that one more time. (laughs) No worries.
2: So I want you to go ahead and to separate these two. So go ahead and put into either hand... Which behavior, as far as wanting to meet your ideal man, would that be in your right hand or your left hand?
1: Wanting to meet my ideal man would be in my right hand. I'm right handed, so I feel that that has more weight to it. Sure, you're dominant. Okay.
2: And so then the left hand is the hand that would sabotage that or Mm -hmm. trying to play, you know, fix it, that kind of thing, right? Okay. All right, so I want you to continue to keep these two completely separated so okay. that they in no way intersect, okay? And I want you to go over 100% into the right hand, and I want you to allow the right hand to express whatever it has to say about its position or its goal or its desires without any interruption from the left hand. So what does the right hand have to say?
1: Finding my ideal man? hmm Allowing being open, being vulnerable, Um, allowing, accepting, inviting, not looking, but allowing, attracting. Okay. Faith, not fear, allowing someone in, being vulnerable, not having my wall up, not being, not focusing on what could go wrong, but what could go right, not changing someone, open, love, acceptance, vulnerability.
2: Okay. Now come out of the right hand,
1: and I want you to go
2: 100% into the left hand. What does the left hand have to say about its argument, its position, its goals, without any interruption from the right hand?
1: Not finding the right man. Um, Looking for things to go wrong with Mm -hmm. someone that I find that is amazing you know, sabotaging it, analyzing it, um, seeking it out on my own instead of just being me and attracting it, um, and letting it be worrying that I'm not enough possibly, or that I'm too much. I, sometimes I think I'm too much because I, I do all of these things with my career and I worry that that's intimidating to people. um, and I'm too much, and I need to tone myself down somehow. So I I worry about that a lot in my mind. Like, do is there something wrong with me? Do I need to like tone this down a little bit? Because mm-hmm. uh, I I feel like I've just been through so much, and I'm I'm become the woman that I am now. I'm I'm a strong person, and I want a strong man who can lead me as well. So. I just worry that I'm, I'm too much more than, more than not being enough. Okay. So I, I kind of struggle with that.
2: Okay. So come out of the left hand now and go back over a hundred percent into the right hand. Mm -hmm. What does the right hand have to say about what it just heard?
1: You're not too much. You are utilizing the gifts that you've been given To bring light to the world, to encourage people, to love them. And you don't need to tone yourself down. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Just be you and the right person will love you for that. Okay. Because if you tone yourself down, you're not true to your ideal self. You're becoming a version that you think someone else will love. But the best thing to do is be the best version of you Mm -hmm. and utilize the gifts and talents you've been given. Okay.
2: Great. We'll come out of the right hand now and go 100% back over into the left hand. What does the left hand have to say to that?
1: You're right. <laughs> wow. I This is like $100,000 worth of therapy right now. Oh, my God. Okay. I need some chocolate.
2: And what else? You're right.
1: Those are your truths. That's the things that you have been thinking, worrying that you're too much mm-hmm. um, or not enough or, you know, just you're a lot to handle okay (laughs) it's your you and you need to accept that Mm -hmm.
2: okay so I want you to take a moment I want you to come out of your hands for a moment here Mm -hmm. and I want you to go ahead and just visualize a large mirror set in front of you Mm -hmm. and you're seeing yourself what would you say to yourself
1: Looking in the mirror, I would say you're beautiful. You're enough. Be confident being you. You're There's nothing wrong with you. You're not perfect, but that's okay. No mm-hmm. one is. But don't ever think that you're too much. You are enough.
2: Anything else?
1: Stop doubting who you are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you haven't, if, if you're too much for someone, then that's not your person. Mm
2: -hmm. And what do you notice about yourself in the mirror as you look at yourself?
1: I'm, I'm not all done up. I'm not, you know, Barbie brand at the moment. I'm, you know, woken up just looking in the mirror, how I wake up with my vitiligo exposed. Um, the pimple that's on my forehead, uh, and I'm just looking at myself, just vulnerable and raw, and in my most natural state. Mm-hmm.
2: Great, great. So come out now. We'll put the mirror aside, and I wonder if now you can imagine a board in front of you, and perhaps this is a chalkboard or a whiteboard. You choose, and next next to that chalkboard or walk a whiteboard are markers or chalk which have you chosen
1: markers chalk is messy I don't want to mess up my nails
2: <laughs> okay sounds good so you have a whiteboard in front of you mm-hmm. and on this whiteboard Brianne, I would like for you to write up five traits or qualities of men that were wrong for you that you have dated in the past
1: I, I can only do five. No, I'm just going to.
2: <laughs> we're, we're limited on time, so let's oh, do five here.
1: There's a book. Um, so, what would be number one? <laughs> number one would be selfishness.
2: Okay. And what color did you write that in? Red. And how did you write it?
1: I have very artsy handwriting so it was you know a mixture of cursive uh it was it was it's slanted because that's how I roll um yeah
2: okay and what would be number two
1: um abandonment okay and what color did you write that in red
2: red as well is red your favorite color no is that your least favorite color yeah. Okay. And did you write that the same?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And What's number three?
1: Can I say a sentence or does that have to be well, a wait, word? You can be whatever um, you like it to be. Not valuing me.
2: Okay. And what color did you write that in? The same color. Red. And is it written the same way? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's number four?
1: Mm. Emotional detachment.
2: Emotional detachment. And I'm assuming red again. Mhm. Okay. And then what's number 5?
1: never truly loving me just you know i was uh, you know being not faithful not fully committed
2: okay and <clears throat> read again mhm okay so let's go over these one more time so number 1 was selfishness number 2 was abandonment number 3 was not valuing not valuing you Number four was emotional detachment. And number five was never truly loving you or really just not fully committed. Mm-hmm. And how does it make you feel looking at those?
1: It, it brings up the, um, the emotional uh, attachment that I have to those words and, and th- experiences that I've had. And when I hear that, it just my stomach is in knots and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, that that pretty much sums up the picker that I've had Mm -hmm. and the types of people I've been, you know, investing in. And it's, it's not good. I hear that and I'm like, Brianne, what's wrong with you? Like someone needs to knock some sense into me. Um, So those have just kind of been the common denominator. And, you know, with the selfishness, it could be anything from narcissism to just not caring about my needs to not making me a priority just, you know, me always giving and Mm -hmm. then just someone else taking and that all of those things are just little things. I, you know, I try, I try to think about it to to kind of, you know, write key ones in there. There's so many, but you know, those things, they, I feel the emotion when I, when I hear those, I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. that, that's, that sums it all up right there.
2: Okay. Now, if you could put this board, these feelings into an object that you could hold into your hand, what would that be? What comes to mind?
1: I don't know why. When you said that, I just saw myself holding like a ball.
2: Okay. What color ball?
1: It was actually like a, a glass ball. I don't know why. Like a glass ball. Okay. I, I don't know if I should Google what that means interpretation, but <laughs> I don't A know. glass
2: ball. Okay. Now, would you like to get rid of this glass ball?
1: Yeah, I'd like to throw it, please. Okay, please throw it. Okay. It broke everywhere.
2: Yay. Okay. And how does that make you feel? Amazing. Okay. All right. Great. (laughs) So now I would like you to replace that board. Mm -hmm. Bring in another board. But this time on this board, Brianne, I want you to write up five qualities or traits that are in your ideal man.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And so what would be number one?
1: Number one would be his faith and his higher power. You know, I'm... I believe in God, and that's something that I want to share with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so spirituality is, is the most important thing because if you don't have, to me, the same kind of moral foundation or code, it's just looking through life through a completely set different set of glasses and seeing things and appreciating them and how do you react in this situation, that and that's something that I've never really had with anyone and that I crave mm-hmm. to be able to talk about spirituality and different things.
2: Okay. And I have to ask what color you wrote this in? Green. Green. Is green your favorite color? It is. All right. And how it, did you write that?
1: Um it's more pretty. Okay. <laughs> right. Not as messy and sideways. Okay.
2: okay. And what would be number two?
1: Affection, because I, I like to be touched a lot. Okay. I like lots of affection. Yes, please. Okay. And PDA. Written. PDA. Yeah.
2: And written the same way? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what would be number
1: three? Um, valuing me and seeing the qualities that I have and appreciating them, mm-hmm. not comparing to xyz an option but just saying this is brianne i love her for who she is
2: that's awesome and the same color i'm assuming Mm -hmm. okay and what would be number four
1: uh verbal affirmation okay um that's a really big thing with me it's i read the five love languages by (laughs) gary chapman yes um i i need that um when i was growing up i really didn't get that a lot and so i think when we kind of have a lack of something that's one of the things that we crave the most so for me it's that physical touch Mm -hmm. and the affirmation like i i need that i you know if i'm with someone i want them to not ever think that my head got big and i don't ever want to hear that i'm i look pretty you know or um, I think you're amazing. Like, I I need to hear that. <laughs> right. No, who doesn't? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I'm assuming you wrote that the same way? Yeah. Okay. And then what about number 5?
1: Um, you know, I've I've always been that girl that's always been able to take care of herself and and been independent and all that, but at the end of the day, now I want someone that wants to take care of me. And I feel like a lot of people don't really know what that means um, or what or what it's like to date someone that could, you know, be independent, but they they really want that. And so um, I just want someone that values me and that wants to take care of me. Okay.
2: And I'm assuming you also wrote that wrote that in green. Mm -hmm. Okay. so let's go back over this list. So number one is faith and higher power and spirituality. Mm-hmm. Number two is affection, right, and PDA.
1: PDA, yeah. yes.
2: Number three, um, someone who values you and seeing all your qualities and appreciating you for who you are. Number four, verbal affirmations. And number five, someone who wants to take care of you. Mm-hmm. So how does it feel reading
1: that board? Makes me feel really good. It's like writing a, a uh, list for my boyfriend application. Okay. Um, it no, it makes me feel really good. I when I make this list, I don't have any sort of negative emotion or attachment to, to those words. When you, when I talked about the other ones, I was mm-hmm. feeling knots in my stomach. I want to hear this. I'm not. I forgot about that, and this makes me feel really good and really happy. Like if Mister wonderful showed up and was like hey girl you're pretty can I kiss you and talk about God I'd be like sold so yeah
2: okay perfect well what if I told you also that this board is always there for you so you keep on adding to it okay and add and add and add my
1: dream book not board
2: <laughs> now if you could actually put this board into an object that you could hold into your hand what would that be what comes to mind
1: for whatever reason I see myself holding a pillow I guess I have a really good imagination because people are probably going to think I'm absolutely insane. Um, a pillow because I'm I'm affectionate and I want to hold it. Like okay. it just, it's soft. It's not abrasive. It's just, you know, it's, and it's one of those fuzzy girly pillows. So it's like got oh, sequins okay. and all <laughs> kinds of crap on it and like fur.
2: What color is it?
1: Uh, It's leopard. I don't know. I'm feeling a little sassy.
2: Okay. All right. Well, that's perfect. Well, just know that that pillow is there for you. At any time that you have any kind of glimpse of, you know, doubt, Mm -hmm. it's there for you. And you can just bring out that pillow and know that that ideal man is out there for you. And you know exactly what you're looking for.
1: I'm buying a leopard pillow after we leave here (laughs) with sequins on it.
2: (laughs) Well, perfect. Well, I'm going to have you now put the board to the side. And knowing that that's there for you to come back to... And I'd like for you now to imagine your favorite theater. And perhaps maybe you have one in mind or you can create one now. And visualize this theater and go there and know that you have the whole theater to yourself. And I'd like for you to see yourself taking a seat wherever that is. And after you have taken that seat, I would like for you to visualize yourself now in the projection room and seeing yourself there wherever you sat in the theater, seeing the top of your head, and knowing that this movie is about to start and the curtains are about to open. But this movie is about you. And this movie is about you and your ideal man. And the curtains are about to open and when the movie plays, you're gonna watch the movie from beginning to end and end to beginning. And you're gonna let me know when you're done. And so the curtains open and the movie begins.
1: I like this movie.
2: Okay. What did you notice about this movie?
1: The movie was basically the notebook for Seattle. Um, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was just instant, and there was no hesitation. It mm-hmm. was almost as if I'd never experienced those traumatic things and from my past and that was canceled out Mm -hmm. um, because I think if you if you never had your past experiences you wouldn't have these walls or these fears or these insecurities about relationships it's based off past traumas or situations Mm -hmm. so I think you fear that same thing happening or is this going to be like the next the last one but there wasn't any of that it was just instant and exactly what I put on the list. Okay. Manifestation of that.
2: And was there anything happening in this movie? Is there? A scene I was making out, making out. Yeah,
1: it was pretty <laughs> hot. Was your PDA? Yeah. Okay,
2: perfect. So let's go ahead and do this again. But this time, I'm gonna imagine. Have you imagine yourself floating up out from the projection room and into yourself, sitting there in the chair. And the movie's about to start again, and the curtains about to open, and again, it's another movie with you and your ideal man and so let me go, let me know when the movie's over.
1: It's done. Okay,
2: was that any different?
1: It was the same feeling, the emotional warmth, and um, it was just life happening and doing it together and it just being so easy okay great
2: so one more time Brian. I'm going to have you now come up out of your seat and this time you're actually in the movie and so the curtains are about to open and again you'll watch the movie from, or you'll be in the movie from beginning to end and end to beginning and let me know when that's done It's done. Okay. And how, was that different? Was that any different?
1: Yeah, this one I was allowing, like I felt the emotion of allowing it to happen, not like letting, like, okay, it's right in front of me. I need to finally allow it, not Mm -hmm. be afraid of it. Because with the other past experiences, it wasn't even close to being there. But with this one, it was right there in front of me, all of my little list that I made, my book (laughs) of Mr. Wonderful. (laughs) And he was there and I said, well, you're right in front of my face. I have to be vulnerable and allow this to happen and not Mm -hmm. be afraid of it. It's like. Sometimes you want something so bad, and then once it's right there, you're like, I don't know what to do with my hands. What do I do with this? Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know how to allow you in, but I had to do that. It was allowing.
2: Okay. So it was more fluid.
1: Fluid, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, that's great. So I'm going to ask you now to come out of the theater. And I'm going to have you for a moment, though, imagine yourself in a different theater, but this time you're on stage. Okay. Okay. And out in front of you are all of your exes that you've ever had a relationship with. All of them. Whew! <laughs> just <laughs> do we fill serve, the house. Fill do we, the house. <laughs> do we serve alcohol on the show? That's all. Oh, well, gonna... sure. Why not? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so you see them all out there in front of you. Do you see them all? I, yeah, I do. Okay. I do. All right. Well, and now after seeing them all, know that there's a cord attaching each and every one of them to you. And that cord can be whatever you'd like. What What is that cord made out of? Do you see anything in particular? Um, it's,
1: I'm not like a mechanic, t- material describer person, but it's like this, you know, when we, back in the day when we used to have the regular phone cords, uh-huh. like yes. um, anyone born after 1991 <laughs> won't know what that is. Millennials. Um. But it was the old phone cords. Phone cords. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. The coils.
2: All right. Great. So I want you now to envision that next to you is a either, I don't know, scissors, meat cleaver, whatever it is you need to cut <laughs> each and every one of these cords. Okay. And what is it? What's there for you?
1: There's like the biggest scissors I've ever seen in my entire life. They're like gigantic. All right. I'm cutting that.
2: Okay. So I want you to now take this time to cut each and every cord. And perhaps while you're cutting each and every cord, you're thanking them. You learned something from them, despite maybe how awful it was. Whatever it was learned, you, you learned something. And so go ahead and take the time to thank each and every one of them and let them know you no, you no longer need them. You no longer need any of those patterns or anything that you learned from them, any belief system that they've ingrained in you, and you know that you're worth more than each and every one of them. And so go ahead and take that time and let me know when you're done.
1: I'm good now. Does that mean I have a lot of exes because I took a really long time? <laughs> well, there could be
2: multiple reasons. <laughs> All right. How did that feel overall, though?
1: That felt really, it was like spiritual. It was amazing. I just, I feel like the... Weight's been lifted. Weight, yeah, like it, yeah. it. that felt like I was detaching myself from the negative emotion that I had towards that person.
2: hmm Yeah. Now that must feel... Very liberating, mm-hmm. right? Okay, well, great. We'll come off that stage now. Let's go back into the hands. What's going on in the hands? How's the left hand doing? That hand that was trying to sabotage?
1: and. I don't, it's not doing, it's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, would you
2: say it's an agreement then with the right hand? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. So go ahead right now, then, and bring those hands into agreement. Okay. It doesn't have to be physically, but in your mind. Bring them together and know that they are working together for you now. Okay. And that there will no longer be this need to fix and this need to sabotage. All right. And so come away from that now. Come away from your hands. And I wonder now... If you can imagine this new future version of yourself, Brienne, standing in front of you, one that is in your ultimate relationship,
1: what do you notice about her? I'm confident that I'm... I don't... I'm... I'm not too much for anyone. I'm me, and that person's like, OMG, you're awesome, and we're in love, and we make out a lot. <laughs> okay.
2: So as I count from one to three, Brianne, I'm going to ask that you step into that future you, okay? So as I count, one, two, three, step in. What's it like to be in that future you? To see out her eyes, to have your feet in her feet, and your hands in her hands?
1: I I don't have the insecurities that I did with being afraid that, I'm going to be abandoned or that I'm, I'm going to invest in someone and they're going to leave or, um, they're going to leave me for someone else or they're, they're going to hurt me. They're not, they're like, that's not there. It's just, I deserve this. I'm open. I receive, I accept.
2: Okay. That's amazing. Okay. Okay. So now as I count from one to three, I'm going to ask you to step back into this present you here. So as I count, one, two, three, step in.
1: I'm holding hands with myself. (laughs) Right? Can we see it? You guys can't see this, but my hand, I'm holding my own hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And how does that feel?
1: I feel that I let go of the attachment to the negative emotion. Um, like talking with seeing that and experiencing that, I just, I think that we attach ourselves to that and it can manifest, you know, in many different ways. when we have that attachment to the old emotion or trauma. And I Mm -hmm. feel that that emotional attachment to those feelings and, um, any unforgiveness or like it's gone.
2: Okay. But which body feels better? The future you or this one right here? The one that's in the ideal relationship?
1: The ideal one, but I feel now better that I'm, you know, I was visualizing these things, but now I'm back in cloud studios. <laughs> and I feel, that I feel the connection to the future Brienne.
2: Okay, perfect.
1: I like her a lot.
2: Okay. Well, what if I told you we can leave you in the future Brianne?
1: Then, um... You and I just became BFFs. <laughs> well, all
2: right then. So I'm gonna count again from one to three, and I'm gonna ask you to step back into her. So okay. as I count one, two, three, step in. And so every morning when you wake up, I want you to to be sure that you're in that future, Brienne. Okay. Okay. Allow allow her to guide you through the day. Allow her to guide you through your dates, right? And at and at night, allow her to guide you through bedtime and dreams. And at any time, if you feel any doubt that you've stepped out of this future Brienne, just do what we've done here today. Count to three and step in. So now, Brienne, if you were to allow this new version of yourself to guide you through each and every moment of the future, what would life be like for you in 24 hours?
1: I'd be making out with someone who's Mr. Wonderful now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Now, if you were to allow this new version of yourself to guide you through each and every moment of the future, what would life be like for you in one month?
1: I see momentum and it manifesting into all areas of my life love but I feel that the love portion that little piece of my little puzzle that I was talking about mm-hmm. has always been the missing piece it's like the one thing that I've always wanted mm-hmm. ever since I was a little girl I just wanted I'm like I want to meet Prince Charming and get married and like have <laughs> that tradition. I I just I've always wanted that like I'm not one of those people. people's like eh, whatever like I guess I'll just be alone I'm like <gasps> yeah I, that's just not me I I want to meet that person and settle down so I feel that that manifests, and it's like, okay, you're here. Yeah.
2: So at one month, you have that. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. I mean, I like to, a girl can dream,
1: can't she? Well, of course.
2: <laughs> now, if you were to allow this new version of yourself to guide you through each and every moment of the future, what would life be like for you in six months?
1: Hmm. Knowing and accepting and. Allowing it to progress, letting it in, not being worried, is this not going to work out, sabotaging, doubting, mm-hmm. just allowing and being all in okay, and not being afraid of it, accepting. That's that's hard. It's like if you have it, you got to let it in. So letting it in. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And it's probably, more, it's probably easier now that you're able to visualize seeing mm-hmm. it happen, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to let it in. Right. Because otherwise it's so foreign. Right? Yeah. All right. So if you were to allow this new version of yourself to guide you through each and every moment of the future, what would life be like for you in one year?
1: I'm with the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're creating a future and memories together not just Brianne doing her thing and him doing his thing but together mm-hmm. being a team and enjoying experiences together and just knowing this is my person all right. and of course more making out <laughs> well of course sorry I, I guess <laughs> that's a thing for me no
2: need to apologize <laughs> <laughs> all right so right now, I'm going to ask that your subconscious mind, Brian, create for us a story, not from memory, which, which will help us to understand its message. And we may not know where the story begins or where it ends. Just allow it to unfold before us as we proceed through the story. So if you were telling a story, a fantasy, not from memory again, would your story begin indoors or outdoors?
1: Walking outdoors and then going indoors. Okay. I mean, you got to walk to your Uber, right? <laughs>
2: okay. So you are walking to an Uber? Is that what's happening in this
1: story? I mean, I got to go somewhere <laughs> to meet him.
2: Okay. So where are you going?
1: Um, Seattle. Seattle. And what happens next? We meet and we connect and there's chemistry and i allow it to happen anything else i know it's different and not my quote usual type cuz my pickers off mhm it's just something about you is different than anyone else and i need to pursue this
2: mhm
1: I mean, he needs to pursue me because that's how I roll. But <laughs> you get what I mean. Uh-huh.
2: Okay. So let's go back through your story, although brief. But So you're walking out to your Uber, right? You're going into Seattle, and you're going to meet this man, right? And you meet, and you connect, and there's chemistry, and you're allowing it to happen. And you know that it's different, right? He's not your mm-hmm. usual type, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: but— that's probably good. And it's something about him is different. So how does this story relate to your issue when you came in today? Has it changed? Has your thought
1: changed? Yeah, that I'm attracting a new type of a person and they see me for who I am and they're, who they are is what I want right now. I'm not trying to see their potential version of themselves or what i think they could be if we just changed all these shenanigans just they're exactly what i need as they are
2: right and and then you are exactly who you are right?
1: mm-hmm. so yeah yeah
2: okay so you're mirroring each other really
1: do i have a really fat ring on my finger
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you might <too. laughs>
2: all right Well, Brianne, we're kind of... Dropping
0: hints. Dropping (laughs) hints.
1: Big ones.
2: Big, big hints. So we're we're coming to the end of our session for today. And in a moment, I'm going to be counting from one to five, bringing you back to this present space and time. Um, but, But before I do that, I want to remind you that your subconscious mind is going to be continuing the work that we started today and continuing to manifest the changes. So be patient with yourself and allow yourself the time. And so... Returning here as I count, one, two, three, coming up, four, aware of this time and space, and five, fully alert and enthusiastic about the path that lies before you.
1: I really like this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
0: Okay, that was so... um that was so powerful and i almost started getting emotional during some time the the cutting of the cord i was kind of doing some of my own cutting i have to (laughs) well what's funny is i was getting emotional during that part
1: i was too but you know how you kind of like for me i've been through a lot of trauma in my past i've never really talked about it publicly so but i've i've had a lot of you know unhealthy experiences and for me, I've kind of blocked those out. I don't know why. I just kind of like don't even go there. But when she was saying the chord, and it was this theater with all of these people. Not a a lot. I mean, hey. Um, (laughs) But there was the the key people, and things were just coming to my memory. Mm. It was like I forgot about things, and it just triggered Mm. those thoughts and those memories,
0: and it was like... Things that you have been buried. Yeah, it was very freeing. Mm. It was
1: like just let it go and it's just it felt so good
0: Mm. I was gonna ask how do you feel right now
1: I feel really good like I was the best that was amazing I've never you know talking about the two things and it it was very self identifying with the thoughts and and things that I've been telling myself that sabotage relationships Mm -hmm. or the untruths and I'm like Why, because for me, I literally, I could, this is my pattern. It's like, I could meet this person anywhere, um, but for whatever reason, they have the same issue. And I'm like, what is it about me that I'm attracting this type of man into my life? Like, they don't know, they could know things about me. They could know nothing about me, yet, for whatever reason, it's like something about them is like, you know. It's the same. Honey to bees, bees to honey, Mm -hmm. whatever. So it's just weird. Mm -hmm. So I
0: feel like maybe that
1: will break that off. Mm
0: -hmm. No, I think this was fabulous. And I want to thank you, Brianne, for your vulnerability. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't know how many people would actually be brave enough to do this. So... Thank you. Live. Thank you. Podcast and Sakura. Thank you so much for your expertise and you have a way about you. Your voice and everything is so soothing. Can you call me and wake me up every morning? (laughs) Absolutely. I'll bring you to the beach. Yeah. Morning. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So this is actually part one. We're going to have a part two of this because um, I want to, what I think would be cool is to follow up this show with answering questions from our podcast listeners and even Facebook fans. And um, just finding out a little more about the two of you, and I just think it would be fun to have a follow up session. What do you so, ladies think? I would oh, yeah, love that. Absolutely. But okay,
1: so what if I leave this place and Mr. Wonderful shows up? Do does he get to join the party? Like, what are we doing? Like, absolutely, yes, bring him you know, to the party. I mean, we might be busy making out over here. So I love that. I mean, you never know. There's, I love that. We're in Seattle. You never know what can happen.
0: It's true. Okay. We, this woman is so confident with what you've done yeah, to her. I love it. I love it. Watch out. It. Watch watch out. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, we're, we're going to um, just wrap this up for today, but where can listeners find you, Breanne?
1: Um, you can find me on social media, Breanne Rice, um, or you can email me on my website, breannesholistichealth.com.
0: Fabulous. And
1: how
2: about you, Sakura? Um, you can find me on the website as well at Sakura Skin and Mind. Um, and also on Facebook too. You're amazing. Thank I you. I am like
1: your number one fan right now. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah.
0: No, this has been amazing. I gosh, like I, I was quite on the other side of watching this and going through my own therapy session right along <laughs> yeah. with you too. It was really quite something.
1: I hope you're I hope you get like a bajillion people that come. And see you now a like, <laughs> it was
0: <laughs> i
1: made that word up it just means a lot of people
0: and sydney i, so, I want to thank you for um with cloud studios you've been great and please don't forget to subscribe to real souls with peggy bennett see you next time